What was the main thing we said after Auburn lost on the road to Alabama this week? We said, don't let that loss beat you twice. And that may not be why Auburn lost today, but still, Auburn has lost now two games in a row, both on the road. I'm Zach Blackerby. This is a special live edition of Locked on Auburn. Former Auburn guard Zep Jasper should be joining us in just a few minutes. And welcome on in to everybody as that was... That was an abysmal game. That was an abysmal game, and Auburn didn't really do anything well, aside from some stretches of defensive play. I mean, props to keeping Mississippi State to 64 points, but it's just a sloppy game, and that's exactly that's exactly how Mississippi State wanted it. And Auburn couldn't really do anything to get the pace going on the offensive side of the floor. And there were times when there were opportunities for guys to step up. And sadly, they just didn't do it. And it's a shame. It's a shame. Jani Broom, 14 points, five of seven from the floor. He was okay. And then Jalen Williams, second in scoring 10 points, three of 11. That may have been one of the worst Jalen Williams offensive games I've ever seen. I mean, that was just not him. And it, it it stinks even more because we saw similar things on the road against Alabama earlier in the week. So Auburn drops two in a row. And joining me is uh, is Zep Jasper. Zep, it's been a minute, my friend. How are you? I'm doing pretty good. It's, it feels good to get back on here. Yeah, man. Good to see you. Good to see you. I, I hate that this is the game that we're recapping together, but... Your big picture takeaway from from this game? Um, you know, from watching this game and you know just evaluating it, um, I really think our guys wasn't physical enough. Um, you know, we really didn't shoot the ball well, you know, um, today. But it was one of those games that you knew you knew what we was coming into. Um, they had a great guard, Josh Herbert, um, and Tulu Smith. Um, another guy who who played um, key into the aspect of this game was. Um, number four, um, Cameron Matthews. Um, mm-hmm. He was one of those guys who played like a Draymond role, um, as in today's game against us today. Um, but I just feel that we wasn't physical enough and we didn't make shots and we, we didn't take care of the ball at the right time. And, um, you know, it cost us, you know, definitely not shooting the ball good, well on the road, um, yeah. you know, this game. Yeah, and Zep, I think the difference between – this team and then the team that you led uh, that won the SEC championship was when it was these types of sloppy games, you guys would find a three or four minute stretch where you would put it all together and then that would be enough and you guys would survive and get the win, especially on the road. We saw that often Mm -hmm. with your team that won the SEC championship that year. This team, they're now 0-4 in in their close games. Every game that they've won, they've won by double digits. And that's great. That's good and all. But you know as good as anybody to win this league and to be successful in this league, you have to win close games. What What is it about this team so far, do you think, that they say, okay, the next step is to win these close games. How do you do it? Um, The next step is to win close games. Um, Find a, find our key guys um, like Jalen Williams and Janai Broom. Um, down the stretch is going to be up to those guys because that's who's going to going to have to lead this team to great wins um, down the stretch, especially on the road. Um, you know, we all know home games are easier than, you know, road games. So yeah. um, down this tough stretch, we have to get those guys the ball. 
you know, which our guards have to get those guys the ball, you know, even though they'll be our vocal point at the end of the game. It's just we have to live with that um, because those are our guys who's going to make sure we're good at the end of these games because, you know, pressure busts pipes. A lot of guys run from pressure, but those two guys are veterans. Those two guys been through everything in college basketball, especially Jalen Williams and Janai Broom. So those are guys who we need to step up on those last three to four minutes. But I believe, I believe, you know, when you lose, you make situations, you evaluate, you figure out what what can you do better and when can you do it better. And those mm-hmm. guys will figure it out real soon. This team, I mean, they brought in guys that can shoot it from three, but this isn't really a three-point shooting team. Zep, correct me if you think I'm wrong on that. But over these last two games against Alabama, where they lost in Tuscaloosa, and now against Mississippi State today, where they lost um, in Starkville, the, whenever things get tough, they want to to throw up threes, and sometimes even early in the shot clock, which is not what we've seen them be good at so far this year. When they've dominated these teams, they've done it from getting inside and letting Janai cook or Jalen Williams cook from that mid-range jumper that he's so good at or, you know, Trey Donaldson attacking the rim. That's not really what we've seen when they get away from Neville. What, why is that? Um, I think it's it's because um, this is how we're just talking about, you know, every close game um, we lost, you know, coming down the stretch. Um, yeah. If I'm mistaken, we only lost, what, three to four games this year? Is it three or four? Lost four. This is our fourth loss. We lost four. Um, went on a, what, 10-game winning streak? You know, so they really haven't had the feel this year of what mm-hmm. a really close game looks like. You know, we, we played Baylor, you know, lost that game, which that was the first game of the season. Right. Uh, then we went on a, a stretch that we just was beating everyone. Um, lost to Alabama, who was a close game. Lost this one, a close game. And who else did we lose to? App State. Um, on lost the road. To App, App State, State. Was, just, was, just, mm-hmm. was our first um, away, away environment. True road game, you know? yeah. First right. road game, so they got the feeling. But after then, you know, those guys haven't had that pressure. It haven't really hit them. Like now that you you having a true role game, now it's like, let's see what we're really made of. Like mm-hmm. now we gotta really, really play basketball because this is the SEC. This is not no non-conference. Everyone wants to be Auburn. You know, like we're at the top. Yeah. Everyone sees all these tweets and our ESPN. These percentages. I, I looked at a percentage the other day. It got us 100% in the tournament already, and it got us winning the SEC right now. Um, so, you know, um, guys just want to gun at us. So, um, I think they're feeling the pressure. You know, each game it gets tougher in the SEC, and each each time is going to get worse and worse. That pressure is just going to keep climbing and keep coming. Yeah. Do you think? Um... Do you think Mississippi State is an okay team? I mean, is, is this is this an okay? I mean, I have a hard time feeling okay with this loss. Zep, um, you know, I think Bama on the road, I think Alabama's a lot better team than Mississippi State is. is. Is this just the the nature of going on the road to the SEC, or is this the kind of thing where, okay, Mississippi State just put in a lot more effort? I mean, the offensive rebounds by Mississippi State, I mean, that was pretty mind-blowing. Um is that something that Bruce Pearl's getting onto this team right now as far as, okay, they, Auburn's got to get better at defensive rebounding this season? Um, No doubt. Um, BP is probably in there yelling at him like, we got punked. Um, those guys got a lot of offensive rebounds. Um, for instance, um, it's one of those things that BP always talks about offensive rebounding, defensive rebounding. 
Um, he always wants you to hit the glass. Dylan Caldwell is in a lot of foul trouble tonight, but um, you know that's what comes with it. You know, I say Mississippi State is a okay team, but I always think of it like this. It's about matchups in the SEC. Mississippi State is one of those teams that we match up with, but we don't match up with them. You know, because they're physical, they're strong, they're tough, they got okay guards. So it's like um, they're match up. They match up good with us where we might go play a, a, a great team and they don't match up with us. You know what I mean? So I think they're an okay team, but they just – their matchup is so well with Auburn. Like we got Janai. They got Tulu Smith. They got they got a great guard. Just like, you know, Aiden Holloway and Trey Donaldson. Like they just – they have motors. They 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 relieve on Josh Herbert and Tulu Smith. Those two guys, and without those two guys, they're really all right. All right, team. Yeah. No. They've got those two guys, and so that that's obviously going to be part of it. I mean, just with you watching this game, it's probably more than one thing. It's probably not extremely simple, unless the unless the answer is effort, which I would believe that. But the Auburn's inability to like consistently get defensive rebounds that just from you watching this, you know, you've got a great basketball mind and, and great understanding of the game. What, what are you seeing that Auburn's not doing well as far? Is it, is it boxing out? Is it spacing? Is it bad luck? I mean, wh- wh- what, what is it that you think, okay, this is how they get better at limiting offensive rebounds and, and getting more defensive rebounds. Well, um, you know, when I was there, we used to do a drill when we used to get our rebound, and, and I call it being punked. When guys used to punk us out there and, and get rebounds yeah. on us and offensive rebounding, we used to do a drill where you go and put your elbow and hit your man and, you know, then box out, put your butt on him and, and ride him all the way down. Um, mm-hmm. It's one of those things that we, we had to do that because if we didn't do that, we was going to get out rebounded every game. They was going to come in and punk us each and every time because we knew we had to be physical. Coming into this game, I knew for a fact BP was in the locker room saying, if we can't get rebounds, defensive offense rebound, these guys are going to punk us. They're going to win because they, they rely on physicality so much that they know if they can punk you, they know we can, they know they can win and they have a chance. Yeah. So I think coming into you know this next game, they're going to be talking about offense and defensive rebounding. Um, you know, by practicing maybe, they probably won't practice tomorrow, but on Monday they will be doing a, a specific drill to work on boxing out and working out for defense and offensive rebounds. All right. Uh, listener question here is Zep to you. This is from Gavin. Mm-hmm. I just lost it. Hold on. It was a good question here. It is Gavin. Zep, do you think we have a legit leader on the team right now? seems like we go into panic mode sometimes and we do not have that guy that gets the team back centered. What are you thinking? What are you seeing from a leadership point of view on this team when it gets tough? I know you mentioned Janai and Jalen a second ago. That's a great question. I'm glad I'm glad you brought that up, Gavin. Um, personally, I do not think we have a a leader, a, a vocal, vocal leader that who really does it all. Like we got guys who can score, who are the mm-hmm. man, but we don't have a leader. You can't be a my thing is you can't be a leader if you're not the man. Most of the guys who lead, they are the man. They they score, they facilitate. They do everything across the board. You know, well, we got guys like Chris Moore, which he's a leader, but we can't count on him because of his minutes. We need mm-hmm. guys like Janai Broome, Jalen Williams, maybe KD Johnson, and Aiden Holloway, when, you know, when he started playing better. You know, he's he going to get his confidence back. But 
Jalen Williams and Janai Broom are those two guys who have to have who have to be the leader. They have to have the leadership to get the team settled and tell them we can't rest shots when we're down. We go in panic mode each and every game that we're down. Like you say, every time it happens, we, it's a close game and we're on a roll, we lose. So yeah. that was a great question. Yeah. To me, Zep, it seems like Trey Donaldson could be that guy. Uh, I mean, he seems to want the ball. He seems to want to go all out in these key situations. But lately, these last two games, they put Aiden Holloway on the floor more of these last few minutes of the game. They, they did it against Alabama. They did it today. Um, is this just Bruce having having faith in Aiden Holloway and trying to give him that confidence? Or you know, could Trey Donaldson possibly get some of those minutes moving forward? I mean, I think he had confidence in both of them. Um, you know, truth be told, they're both great point guards. Yeah. Um, they both, you know, pass pass pretty good. Both shoot well. Um, but I think he, you know, he just he have a lot of trust in Aiden Holloway. And you know, he's been having these bad games these last two or three games, and mm-hmm. you know, he's he's one of those guys that if he get hot at the end of a game, and you can't stop him. You got no choice but to keep him in there. Um, and Trey's one of those guys that he's not afraid of the moment. He's not. Um, but you know, he knows that, you know, Aiden Holloway is, is a great shooter. If he, if he keeps it going, he's going to go. So they both have respect for each other, but I think Bruce, you know, know what he's doing when it comes down to crunch time. Yep. Yep. All right. If you got more questions for Zep, yeah, please, uh, please drop them in the live chat. Several people Zep saying that they needed your defense today. I'm sure I'm sure whenever you're watching Auburn, you're like, man, I'd love to be able to lock one of these guys down. Um, well, I think it was one of those things that it really was a a, a Josh Herbert type of thing. You know, that was the only guy who really could could get it going on the offensive end. I don't know how many shots he shot tonight, but I would Herbert. Yep, I would I would guess he shot over twelve shot over twelve shots tonight. If, if you're looking right now. Hubbard was seven for 16. Uh, he shot 16, seven for 16. He only made seven. He shot a lot of shots. Mm-hmm. So it's like one of those things that, you know, it could have been, you know, a little bit better on defense. But, you know, guys like Katie Johnson could have got a little bit more possessions on him. But, um, you know, Katie was guarding other guys. Katie is our best defender on his team, without a doubt. Um, but, like I said, he was on, you know, different different guys at the moment. But. Um, I, I think our defense could be better against tougher teams. Sure, sure. All right, Zep, uh, hold tight just for one second, if you uh, if you don't mind, and we'll kind of look ahead what these next few games look like for the Tigers. Uh, but today's show brought to you by our friends at FanDuel, FanDuel's America's number one sports book. All you need to do right now, new members, head over to FanDuel.com slash LockedOn. You can make your first bet a layup because right now new customers get $150 in bonus bets. Guaranteed when you place a $5 bet, that's 150 bucks in bonus bets, win or lose. If you've seen all that Kayshawn Boutte uh, storyline, you're like, man, how did he bet 23 times a day during his time at LSU? Well, FanDuel's very easy. There's a chance he could have been using FanDuel. Who knows? Who knows? So uh, head over to uh, <laughs> head over to FanDuel.com slash LockedOn. Make your first bet a layup. FanDuel's the official sports betting partner of the NFL and the LockedOn podcast. Network Zep Jasper, our guest filling in for Daprich today, which is awesome. 
Uh, all right, we've got another question for you, Zep. This is from AU Tiger 97. Question for Zep. What do you think of the threes that Holloway shoots? Does he need to study his film and see if he has bad habits forming? He's looking contorted in some of his threes to me. What are your thoughts on Aiden's three selection, Zep? Um, I think sometimes his threes are good and sometimes they're bad. You know, the ones he get a little bit of space on, I think he's, those are key because they're pretty good shots. He had one of the beautifulest shots I, I've seen in a minute. But sometimes I think he makes freshman mistakes. Um, like at mm -hmm. the end of the game, you know, throwing that shot up was just a one of those freshman things. Um, sometimes, like I say, it just it's about growth. Yeah. And I think he should go into the film room and, you know, study some of his shots. And, and understand that this ain't high school. This is college now. So um, it's key to, to, to take great shots. But, you know, I didn't study film. I'm a little bit myself. And a lot of guys know he can shoot. And they try to yeah. push up and play physical on him to make him do other things than shoot. They try to make him be one of those guys to see if he can pull, pull, up, and, pull up and do mid-ranges and other things. But um, as a college coaches, they've been making him – take tough threes, which is hard for him because guys are bigger and stronger. Yeah, you're seeing him defend Aiden closer to the half-court line than they were at the start of the year, and you can tell he doesn't like it. You can tell he's uncomfortable by it, which, I mean, it's reps, right? I mean, after he has a full season of that, I think he'll be used to it. If you're Bruce Pearl, Zepp, and you're looking at Aiden taking these threes and these deep threes, kind of like what Jared Harper used to do almost, and kind of what we saw with Wendell over the past few years. Mm-hmm. With, with Aiden being a true freshman, McDonald's All-American, five star, I mean, absolute stud coming out of high school. How do you how do you balance, do you think, if you're Bruce Pearl, the okay, well, he needs a green light because he's a special player and can be a special player, versus mm, that didn't really make sense. You're kind of cold tonight, you know, let somebody else cook or at least get the opportunity to do it. How do you how do you balance that, do you think? Well, Aiden's a great kid. He's one of those kids that um, he know if he's cold, he knows the circumstances of it. He's he's going to listen to Bruce Pearl without a doubt. Um, mm -hmm. He's a team player. So if he's not on in like the last five minutes of the game, if he had to sit, I believe he'll sit. But I think BP balanced it out a lot. As we've seen today, we've seen Katie Johnson and Trey Donaldson start today, which I don't know if it was a new strategy, but – I also knew that Aiden Holloway played the last three minutes of the game, you know, even though Trey Donaldson started today. So it was just one of those things that, you know, he believed in Aiden Holloway to close the game today, you know, which another game, Trey Donaldson might get the last three or four minutes of the game. I yeah. believe in Bruce Pearl is going with who's having a better game now at the end of the game. So if you're having a better game, I think he's going to go with the point guard is it, it, which point guard is having a, a better game? He'll go with whichever one. Right. Zep, a, a lot of Auburn fans, I'm seeing this in the live chat now, and I'm seeing this uh, on social media, and I can just I can just feel it, honestly. The Auburn fans are upset anytime you lose, which is fine. I don't think there's anything wrong with that, but I do think perspective is important because we are a very football heavy fan base and obviously losses aren't the same across sports, thankfully. But I, when you look at Auburn losing these two games in a row, obviously you don't want to lose games in a row. You don't want a losing streak. 
They're on the road, both of them, at Tuscaloosa, at Starkville. How difficult is it to win on the road? I mean, you, you can't win every game. I think that's hard for the fan that doesn't, like, really get to talk to you guys that much and follow the sport maybe as closely as some others do. I think that's a tough concept to grasp as far as winning on the road in the SEC. Um, it's a it's it's super tough to win on the road, especially if you're in a hostile environment. I think a lot of people don't understand. Imagine playing in Neville Arena every single night. You think those guys want to come in there and play? Those guys don't want to come in there because they know our fans are gonna go crazy on them. They know like I gotta get out of this place. Like, you know, we went to Tennessee. It was a close game, but like it was super hard to win those type of games because people were just so in, their fans are so engaged. It's super hard. We have no one in the arena on our side. Like everyone wanted to see us lose. So yeah, it just it's super 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 tough. I don't think the fans b- believe it, but when I say it's one of the hardest things to do, you know, no matter what sport it is, especially football, because it's more fans. And you know, I say basketball comes second, but it's super tough to you know win those games. Mm-hmm. Yeah, several folks have, have come in here and said, is Auburn ever going to win a road SEC game? Well, they, they won their first two road SEC games. And in fact, you and I texted briefly after they won in Fayetteville. I mean, what an incredible showing that was. They, they found a way to beat Vanderbilt. And so they return home. Uh, they will host Vanderbilt this Wednesday night, 8 o'clock tip. Mm-hmm. Zep, I, I think we feel good about this one. But if you're Auburn and you're Bruce Pearl... The next big one is you go to Oxford a week from today. You play 5 o'clock in Oxford. Ole Miss, a team that's kind of been slumping as of late. They came into conference play looking really, really good. They've been exposed a little bit now. Um, If you're Bruce Pearl, how are you mentally resetting this team now going into a, a home game against Vanderbilt that should be a layup, no pun intended, and then obviously hitting the road again where you kind of hope to break this losing road streak? Well, I think Vanderbilt be one of those games um, to get our guys back tuned up to winning. Um, but going to Oxford, I think it's one of those games that'll be like a, a not a trap game, but a game we must win because those guys, those guys got embarrassed when they came down to Neville Arena. It was horrible, horrible. We exposed them super, super, super bad. Yeah. So those guys, you know, being a player in college basketball, those guys are going to be so ready and so pumped to play on home court against Auburn. Knowing they beat, knowing we beat them by 30, their coach is going to explain to them every single day, y'all just lost by 30, this and that. So it's one of those games that we must win at Oxford. We know those guys are coming. Does the, the, the Flanagan tie make that – does it add a little extra juice to it? Nah, Flanagan – um, he loved Auburn. You know, a lot of people yeah. probably, you know, a lot of people probably don't understand, but, um, you know, I know he felt it. He felt good to be in that arena. He missed it. You know, just coming in that arena, I, I know for sure. I'm, I'm, I'm the source. He missed it so, so much. He loved yeah. his brothers. He loved his brothers. So it, it wasn't no, no heartfelt type thing, but it was one of those things that, you know, when you miss something, it's like you gotta love. You gotta love that people. You gotta love your people, and mm-hmm. you know, just coming, Auburn coming to Oxford is gonna be exciting because you know you got Coach Flanagan, 
on the sideline with them. And, you know, it just it's, it's brotherly love. So um, I think it would be a great game for him, you know, which he didn't have a great game in, you know, in Neville Arena. No, but didn't. I think he have a great yeah. one in Oxford. All right, Zepp, uh, towards the end of these broadcasts, we play our favorite game. We predict the, the record over our next five games. So live mm-hmm. chat, you know the drill. You do the same thing here. Um, so Vanderbilt at home, you go to Ole Miss next Saturday. Mm-hmm. You host Alabama the following Wednesday, which obviously everybody wants that one. Mm-hmm. They go to Florida to take on the Gators in Gainesville. Mm-hmm. Did you go to Gainesville while you were here? I went. We actually was number two, and we lost. That's right. That's right. And then they host South Carolina for the fifth game. So everybody in the live chat, um, drop what you think your record will be. I'm thinking three and two. Zepp, what are your thoughts? I'm actually thinking five and oh. I'm shocked. I'm actually thinking five and oh. <laughs> I'm actually thinking five and oh. I, I feel like the toughest game is going to be Florida. Florida's going to be a tough one because Florida's a sneaky game also. Mm-hmm. Sneaky, sneaky game. Their record don't look – they're not the top three or top four in the SEC, but they're another one of those teams. They can play. They got good guards, and they all can play. And you say South Carolina. Is it at South Carolina or Auburn? Yeah, South Carolina's here. Here, okay, that one. Yeah, Auburn, in and, and Oxford, those two games and and Ole Miss, those two games will be tough, mm-hmm. but the rest we'll get them. And I got another thing, Kentucky, okay. we coming for them, we coming for them. I don't it's like here. Kentucky. I don't it's like Neville. Kentucky, and I'm coming to that game, so I want all the fans to be hyped. I might even take my shirt off. I might, I, I might even should. Take, I, I, don't I even wear a shirt to the games. That- I might, I might get, I might get something painted on there. I, I just need to, I just need a whole crew with me, and we all need to get, you know, our face painted, chest painted, and you know, I, I just want everyone to be there at Kentucky game because I'm gonna be there. And- when you tell Bruce, hey Bruce, I'm coming to this game, does he like, does he hook you up? What does that process look like? I'm actually not gonna tell him. I'm actually gonna, you know, surprise, surprise him, and I'm actually when we win that game. I'm going to go to the locker room and act like I played in the game and uh-huh. act like I just played in the whole full game and like I won also. So it's going to be one of those type of type of things when I come down there and I'm going to just have a blast. I want everyone. We're going to, from fans, to, like I say, the kids, I want all of us just to have a blast because one thing, I want to be Kentucky this year. We don't yeah. win one more game. I want to be Kentucky. And another thing, I want to be Tennessee also. Tennessee's on the road. So that one's going to be tougher. Ooh, it's tough to play in Tennessee. I won't lie. Yeah, Bruce has done pretty well up there, though. I mean, to be fair, to his credit. Mm-hmm. So, hey, we got a question from um, Loppy Toppy. Uh, question for Zep: How much does shooting with the Nike ball and Adidas ball in these road games affect your shot from three? I know the grip is different than the Wilson. It actually, a lot of people don't understand. It actually is way different shooting with the Nike. Wilson and Adidas. If I had to rank them, I probably go one Wilson, two Adidas, and three Nike. Nike is a little bit more harder to shoot with because they have a different feel. The texture is just so I don't like it. You know, so going on a road with Nike balls is just I I can't mess with them. 
but Adidas ball, it got a, a nice feel. Um, it actually feels just like a Wilson, but with it like the dark orange texture to it, but it feels a little bit more softer. But I, if I had to go with one, I'm going Wilson all day. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right, Zep, several people are asking, what are you up to these days? If you don't mind, give us kind of a little uh, life update before we wrap up. Uh, life update. Um, waiting on a, a good contract to come in. Um, turn a couple down. Um, one in Australia. Turn one in um, Europe somewhere. Um, I'm just waiting on the right one that I think will fit my game um, because I've just been working out. Um, basically staying in shape and, you know, just getting prepared to, you know, go overseas and stuff like that. So um, that's been my life update, you know, and just, just being me, you know, like it feel good to be on this podcast and, you know, just talking, you know, with you and, you know, I'm, I've I'm missed just, you, man. I, I, I missed it. I'm super excited just to be on here. Rep it. We got to rep it all day. We got to rep it all day. Always repping the Zep swag. You all know right. how it is. You know, know how, how it is. is. You no, know, just well, cool. seeing on my Twitter, you know, how excited they were. For me to get on here and it shows you know how big of a podcast this is you know i always love this you know every week you know getting on here this is the best podcast out in america i don't care what school you go to the best let's go the best and let's guess go. what the question is always good because guess what it's always authentic it's real it's no fake it's no flaw so that's why i always applaud you man and i really thank you so much yeah, no, you're the best you're the best no well, cool. Uh, Zep, any other kind of just thoughts on this team and what Auburn fans should kind of expect from Bruce Pearl to kind of put all the pieces back together? I mean, I, I think this team's fine. I think this team's a really good team. But you're just kind of overall thoughts, just in case we don't talk to you for a while? Um, The overall thought is we'll put the pieces together. I just tell the fans, believe. I'm going to use that one word, believe. Mm -hmm. Don't lose faith. Because when you lose faith, the players lose faith. The players are counting on y'all. They're counting on y'all for a reason. Y'all the ones who keep them going. So when y'all keep them going, we just need that little bit of a little bit of motion to keep going and keep climbing. So, you know, this two games was, was tough. We're gonna leave that in the past. You know, and we're gonna keep going. We're gonna keep fighting. We're gonna keep climbing. Cause guess what? We just gotta finish number one in the SEC. No matter how many games we lose, no matter games we win. We finished number one. That's yep. all that matters. And right. Alabama fans, I seen all that trash talking y'all been doing. <laughs> Just wait till y'all come to Auburn. Just wait till we beat y'all. Are they the worst fan up? base in the SECs up? Are they the worst? Mm -hmm. Uh, I wouldn't say they're the worst. Who's the worst? Who has the worst fan base in the SEC? My opinion, my number one. I know what you're gonna say. Fan base <laughs> is gonna be Arkansas. <laughs> Worst fan base. I, I still haven't forgot about that. Worst fan base still. And guess what? We 30 piece y'all this year. That's right. That's 30 right. piece. That's I'm right. I know you were pumped watching that. So I was I was pumped. I was like, <laughs> I don't see nobody running on the court this year. I, I yeah, everybody kept their shirts on this time. What's up everybody, with that? Everybody kept their shirts on. I think a I think a lot of guys are humble this year from, from Arkansas. I, I really think so. They need a little bit of that, I think. They did. They did. It's, it's going pretty. It's going pretty tough over there, right now. Yeah. All right, uh, Zep. Thank you so much for your time, man. Really, really appreciate it. And uh, War Eagle to you. War Eagle.
Guys, thank you guys so much for uh, tuning in and checking out the the live edition of the show. Daryl and I will be back this Wednesday to recap Auburn and Vanderbilt. Until then, this has been Locked on Auburn.